Ready for a career in behavioral health? Earn your online degree at Herzing University. Choose from health and human services, psychology, or social work programs. Gain the skills to work, coordinate, and manage nonprofits. Secure a bachelor's in psychology to study mental health or advance your social work career through our online Masters of Social Work. Let us help you become a social change agent. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Text HEALTH to 85109. That's HEALTH to 85109. Or visit herzing.edu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This podcast may cause dizziness, confusion, bloating, uncontrollable laughter, and in some cases, anal leakage. Listener discretion is strongly advised. This is episode number 100 of Excuse Me, That's Illegal, the podcast that takes a hardcore look at some softcore crimes. I'm your boy, Leroy, coming at you straight out of my closet with, wait a minute, did I just say episode 100? This calls for a celebration. If ever there were an appropriate time to bust out the air horn, I think that time would be now. 100 episodes. What a feat. Amazing. And they said it couldn't be done. Fun fact, 98% of podcasts don't make it to 100, so I'm actually quite proud of myself. I just completely made up that statistic, but it's probably somewhere in that ballpark. You guys won't be hearing me cracking open any brewskis during this landmark episode. Instead, I'll be sipping on a coffee, freshly brewed from my local Tim Hortons. (sighs) Just kidding. Their coffee gives me the shits, and I'm taking a nap after I record this. Their coffee also tastes old and burnt, and their bagels are always stale. But I work midnights, and I usually go there at 2am, so my opinion is probably a tad unfair. Most places suck that time of night, during those off hours. Tim Hortons. Not a sponsor, by the way. But being Canadian, you just can't deny the coffee shop's popularity. The Java juggernaut is everywhere. I live in a small town of about 40,000 people, and we have at least four of them that I can think of. One is even in the Walmart, and they're always busy no matter what time of day, especially the drive through Yep, Canadians love their Timmies. Ugh, I cringe when people call it Timmies. Back when I worked at the bingo hall, this lady would always come in with a t-shirt that said, Give me my Timmies, and no one gets hurt. Barf. Anyway, Tim Hortons is a large part of Canadian culture over here like it or not, and as I said, it's always busy. And with millions of customers serviced daily, there's bound to be some craziness. Weird incidents, petty crime, etc. And that's what we do over here. So I thought why not explore some coffee shop shenanigans on this special show. We'll also be hearing from some of my Canadian compadres, my podcaster pals along the way, and they're going to give you their thoughts about Tim's and even share some personal experiences. We'll have my bro Jack Luna of Dark Topic fame, amazing podcast in my completely biased opinion. 
Also, Tyler of the Minds of Madness, another kick-ass show. That guy's a megastar. And then we'll finish the episode off with two of the biggest Tim Hortons haters I know, Jordan Bonaparte and Handsome Aaron Airport of the Nighttime Podcast. They do a weekly show called Keep Canada Weird, and their distaste for Timmy's is always on full display. I told the boys I'd give them four minutes to rant away, and they didn't disappoint. The cool thing about these special guests is they're all from different parts of Canada. Different provinces, even. Jack's over in Manitoba, eh? Then we got Tyler representing Ontario. And Jordan and handsome Aaron live over there in Nova Scotia. So nice little sampling from this great country. Alright, let's get a coffee joke in here, then move on with the show. Okay, I love this one. How did the hipster burn his tongue? Because he drank his coffee before it was cool. Alright everybody, hop in the minivan and let's cruise these suburban streets as I serenade you with a few tales of low-level true crime. And don't worry my friends, I promise to get you back home by brew o'clock. Episode number 100, Double Double Trouble. Hey, Leroy. Uh, Jack, here, your brother. You asked me to record something about Tim Hortons for your 100th anniversary. Uh, well, your 100th episode anniversary. By the way, congratulations. Sincerely, you've worked harder than anybody in true crime podcasting. Not many of them are out there working night shifts and having two kids and a wife and Everything you're doing, plus putting out consistent episodes. So, sincerely, congratulations for hanging in there so far and probably doing more episodes than I have to this point, though, of lower quality. Absolutely right. But my experience with Tim Hortons is uh, not going to be the same as I assume Jordan Bonaparte would be on here trashing them and all that. And I get where he's coming from, but in my town, we have a Tim Hortons in the pharmacy, and the pharmacy is the liquor store, the pharmacy is the beer store. And the bar burned down here, so it's the only place you go to get the brews. I walk up to the pharmacy to get my beers, and it's locked. So I go to walk away, and a Tim Hortons employee opens up the door and goes, Hey, what do you need? I'm like, I just need a case of beer. He goes, What do you need, Bud Light? And I go, No, that's gay, right? I mean, I'm cool with the gays, but, but you know, I can't do that in front of the bros. Uh, so I need a case of uh, Miller Light. <laughs> he goes, Come on in. So I go up. I grab my case of Miller, and uh, he's like, I'll leave her 40 bucks in the morning, and you come back and pay me back later. That's a Tim Hortons employee. He probably made $40 for the day, and he paid cash for me because he knows me to get the Bruce. So the employees, 10 out of 10. The meals, I don't buy them. I don't. Once in a while, the donuts... Uh, their breakfast is kind of shit. Tim Hortons shouldn't be fast food, and it feels like it's getting into that realm. They're putting too much on their employees. They should be making coffee and the donuts in the morning. 
but now they got to make it sandwiches and stop laying more shit on them. Anytime I see there's a special at any one of these places, I'm like, God damn it, that's more work for these people who are getting paid minimum wage to do. And, uh, you know, anyways, at the end of the day, employees 100%. Thank you so much for the mills. Love you, Leroy. Ah, love you too, bro. Thank you for those kind and somewhat controversial words. Jack Luna, everybody. A man of the people. And he's spot on. While it's easy to shit on these large, greedy operations like Tim Hortons, you still have the employees who are regular folks like you and I. And while the company rakes in the cash hand over fist, it's those employees who are the backbone of these places. They're the ones out there keeping things running smoothly and battling it out on the front lines each and every day. Our first story takes us to Brampton, Ontario, which is a pretty large city with a population of 650,000 plus people. And it's part of the GTA, the Greater Toronto Area. I've been there several times to visit family there. Not really a fan personally. Too busy for me. You might say it's not my cup of tea. (laughs) Speaking of tea, segue. Let's travel to the Tim Hortons on McVean Drive near Castlemore Road. This establishment gets a 3.5 star average from 1,452 Google reviews. Let's hear a couple. Anish says, One of the worst habanero bowls I ever had in my life. They didn't even add all the veggies in to fill it up. Trying to be fast should not amount to bad quality and worse experience. When I'm paying you $10 for a bowl, it should at least be full or have the designated ingredients. Oh, and then she calls out the owner. To the owner, check the video of what your staff is doing. I'll remove this comment the day your service turns better. Yikes, a niche, taking off the gloves, I like that. And since I was able to read that comment, it's safe to say not much has changed over there. In the habanero bowl, eh? Never heard of it. Sounds delicious, but like my bro said earlier, just one of their many flavors of the month. Keep it simple, silly. Next, we have a three-star review from five months ago. This one's great. I ordered a chicken sandwich. What I got was a dry sandwich. No ketchup on it and no packets in the bag. Carry your own ketchup if you can. I will carry a small jar of mayo also as I go through drive-thru only. Oh dear, hilarious. Complaining about no ketchup on a chicken sandwich is insane. But I do like picturing this dude driving around with a small jar of mayonnaise in his car. Very creepy for some reason. And gross, especially on a hot summer's day. Anyway, with that out of the way, it is July 15th, 2018, at approximately 3 a.m. And you know what they say, nothing good ever happens at 3 a.m. And this is no different. This Tim Hortons is open 24-7, but it's one of those deals where it's drive through only throughout the night. That's pretty typical. A lot of these places shut down the dining area from around midnight to 6 a.m., but they keep the drive-thru going. 21-year-old Laliqua Clark pulls up to the drive-thru window and gets the employee's attention. Reports say she just wanted to use the bathroom. Of course, with the dining area being closed, this was not an option, so they turn her away. Not one to give up that easy, Laliqua moves on to plan B. 
She tried asking nicely, and that didn't work, so now she's going to lunge through the open window. Clearly that was the only reasonable option she had left, right? She wiggles her way into the kitchen, and there's two employees standing there dumbfounded, and they try to stop Laliqua. One is a 25-year-old pregnant woman, and the other a young man, 20 years of age. The pregnant woman blocks her path and is rewarded with a headlock from Laliqua, who must be a fan of wrestling. She then starts pulling the employee's hair and thrashing her around. Thankfully, the young man intervenes, and he's struggling to break things up, but Laliqua's like a pit bull. Once she latches on, she will not let go of this poor woman's hair. At one point, she even throws a few punches. I saw the video, and it's kind of hard to watch. She is very vicious. A few heated words are exchanged back and forth, and eventually Laliqua lets go, and the employee can be seen shocked and in tears after the scuffle. Laliqua takes off, but she is apprehended a day or two later after the video is made public. It's a good thing the young man stepped in. He was much bigger than Laliqua. <laughs> it's a hard name to say. Laliqua. And he did a great job of damage control. He de-escalated the situation in the best way he could. Didn't hit her back. Protected his co-worker. You definitely don't get trained for these type of situations. That young man should be a shoe-in for employee of the month. Or at least get a free coffee for his troubles. All kidding aside, both employees received very minor injuries. But to quote my boy Elvis, they were all shook up. Laliqua, on the other hand, didn't get out of this one unscathed. She was charged with two counts of assault and one count of break and enter with intent to commit a crime. Let's get an official statement from Tim Hortons on this matter. Quote, Nobody comes to work expecting to be treated this way. The aggressive behavior of this individual is completely unacceptable by any standards. The restaurant owner of this location is providing support and assistance to the team members impacted by this incident and is also cooperating with the investigation by local authorities. End quote. Well, that's nice to hear. This was a situation that escalated quickly, and you got to side with the employees. They seem to do everything right, and I don't blame them for not letting Laliqua into the building to use the restroom when the restaurant area was closed. There was another incident I talked about briefly in episode 2, The Mad Pooper. Uh, that was at a Tim Hortons in Langley, British Columbia, where a woman was also denied access to the washroom. And she made quite a stink about it, literally. She took a dump right in the middle of the store, wiped her butt with some napkins, and threw them at the employees. It was awesome. That case was a little different. The lady hadn't purchased anything, so she wasn't a paying customer, and they refused to give her a key to the restroom for that reason. It was daytime, and I think in that situation, the employee should have just given her the key and let the lady take a shit. But this 3 a.m. scenario, not letting Laliqua into the building, was more of a safety precaution. Regardless of the reasoning, the takeaway here is, if you deny someone access to a washroom, things are going to get messy. Okay, I enjoyed that first story. Before we move on to the next one, let's hear what Tyler has to say about good old Timmy's. Hey, it's Tyler from the Minds of Madness. So you want me to talk about Tim Hortons? Well, truth is, I'm not a huge fan. In fact, I'm not even really a coffee drinker. But Beck and the kids go there just about every day, so I guess uh, they make up for me. Now I'm a kid from the 70s. So where I grew up, it was always country-style donuts, and I remember my cruelers tasting like artificial cherry and stale cigarettes. But hey, I was a kid. I would take any sugar fix. 
it does have its place, like when you're out in the middle of nowhere, you can always count on finding a Tim Hortons. Probably the only thing I really get there often is the Turkey Bacon Club, and they're not bad. However, my stepdaughter worked at one for a little over a year, and I heard some crazy stories. Most were just getting drunks out of the place and, you know, people behaving badly. I've always said, if you want to lose faith in humanity, either work in customer service or hold a garage sale. But one of the stories she told me that always stuck with me was one day she had to go in and clean the women's bathroom. And when she went in, a woman was coming out of one of the stalls and she was holding a pregnancy test. Anyways, she was happy and my stepdaughter was the first one to hear about it. It was kind of odd that she took the pregnancy test out of Tim Horton's bathroom, but who knows? Anyways, thanks for having me on, Leroy. Love it. Wait a minute. Was she happy because she wasn't pregnant or because she was? It could go either way. Damn it, I should have asked him. Anyway, let's meet another horrible customer. And as Tyler says, lose some more faith in humanity. Ooh, and this story is not even in Canada. I knew Tim Hortons was infecting other parts of the world, but didn't realize they now have stores in 16 different countries. They're in the UK, Thailand, even the Philippines, and of course, the United States. There are 626 Tim's locations over there. That's a lot. About 40% of them are in New York. But there are others, like the one on 1521 West North Street in Springfield, Ohio. Ohio, Ohio. Springfield has a population of about 60,000 people, and legend has it, it's the birthplace of legendary music legend, John Legend. (laughs) Uh, Let's hear a review from this joint before we get into it. I'll do a positive one this time, since I'm always focusing on the negative. Steven gave five stars and says, My son and I love going to this location with our dog. They always give her a doggy bite. And the lady that sings Have a Great Day is super cool. Right on. I don't know what a doggy bite is, but I have heard that at some locations they'll give your dog a free Timbit. Just a plain one. In case you don't know what Timbits are, they're those little round things. They're basically the middle of the donut, where the hole is. At least I think that's what they are. They're tiny donut balls. Whatever. What I'm more interested in is this lady that sings Have a Great Day. How does she do that, I wonder? Have a great day. Isn't that a U2 song? Oh, never mind. That's It's a Beautiful Day, right? Let me try it, though. Picture this. It's a beautiful day. Steven pulls up to the drive-thru, gets a coffee, and they feed his dog a Timbit. Then, as he's leaving, the lady sings, Steven, have a great day. Don't let it get away. Stephen, have a great day. Then the singer from U2, Bonehead or whatever his name is, Bono, he pokes his head out the window and he's got his stupid sunglasses on and he goes, Touch me. Did it, did it, did it, Stephen. Did it. <laughs> okay, that was ridiculous. On with the story. And this is a short one, too. Okay, we're going all the way back to December 1st, 2011. It's a Thursday, around 1 a.m. The female employee, we'll call her Barbara, she's making a fresh pot of coffee when a man walks in who's described as being in his late 40s, between 5 feet 5 to 5 feet 8 inches tall, and about 150 pounds soaking wet. So yeah, he's a real big dude. He walks in, slowly, but with purpose, 
and sets a brown plastic bag on the counter. He looks Barbara dead in the eye and says, Come on, honey, open the register and give me the money. I'm not going to hurt you. Barbara turns around, glances down, and notices the handle of a knife poking out the sleeve of his jacket. She's got this pot of freshly brewed coffee in front of her, and a choice to make. What to do, what to do. Hand over the money and hope he's telling the truth, or option B, which is to say, not today, bucko. She chooses option B. Let's get a quote from this brave, badass biatch, Barbara. She says, I grabbed that coffee. I told him, you ain't getting nothing. And I threw that coffee on him. And he jetted out of here running. End quote. Wow. Barbara chose violence. She threw hot coffee all over the wannabe robber. Thankfully, instead of fight, he chose flight and got out of there. Fast. He didn't want to stick around for more punishment. Barbara called 911 afterwards and police came. But at that point, the dude was long gone and was never caught. But hopefully that run-in with the brave and honestly kind of reckless employee scared him straight. Don't get me wrong, I admire her courage, but that could have turned ugly for her if this was a violent man. Maybe she could sense weakness from him. If he had a gun or was a bigger dude, she would have just handed over the cash. I mean, it's not her money. Tim Hortons ain't going to miss a few hundred bucks. That's like a drop of water in the ocean. Ooh, it kind of makes you wonder if Barbara was the singing drive through lady. Aw oh man, what's another U2 song? <laughs> I don't know many. Bloody Sunday? Let's try that. I can't believe the news today. I sprayed coffee all over your face. Coffee, hot coffee. Coffee, hot coffee. All right, let's go. Burning in Ah, so embarrassing. If any of you live in Springfield, Ohio, though, Please go to that Tim Hortons on Northwest Street and ask for the singing Have a Great Day Lady. I gotta know what she sounds like. I'm probably hyping it up way too much in my head. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Let's move on to our third and final story, and this one's pretty wild. It starts off in October of 2019 at a Tim Hortons in Niagara Falls, Ontario. I just love Niagara Falls. So much to see and do. It's the best. They have the falls, obviously, which are majestic. Then you got go-karting, mini-putt, a couple casinos, the Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum, House of Frankenstein. They also have the Criminal Hall of Fame Wax Museum or Hall of Shame, I think it's called. It's got wax figures of mobsters and serial killers with facts to go along with them. I thought it was cool. Not everyone agrees. 
Apparently in 2002, columnist Gene Collier of the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette characterized the museum as, quote, a cheesy little monument to brutality, end quote. He could be right. Anyway, Tim Hortons, October 2019, 36-year-old Brandon Boyle strolls into the coffee shop and demands all the cash. One of the employees just takes off running out the back of the store. Not a bad move. The other, thinking quickly on their feet, tells Brandon the key to the register is in the back kitchen. And they go back there and call police, who arrive very quickly, because they apprehend Brandon while he's still standing there waiting in the front lobby. I don't know how fast police were on the scene, but imagine if it was five minutes after the call. Brandon would be the most patient thief ever. Excuse me, did you find the keys yet? And that's not the end of the story here. While Brandon is out on bail after that fiasco, a month later, he gets into more hot water this time at a Tim Hortons in nearby St. Catharines. St. Catharines is the largest city in the Niagara region. This is crazy. A woman is waiting in the Tim Hortons parking lot for her husband. She's sitting in the passenger side of the vehicle when Brandon hops in. She doesn't notice at first that it's not her hubby because she's got her face buried in her cell phone. But when she decides to look up and realizes it's just some dude she's never met before, she freaks out. A good Samaritan, a woman who sees this carjacking unfold, grabs onto the vehicle, and she's getting dragged along with it as Brandon starts to peel away. The terrified woman in the vehicle finally gets her wits about her and reaches over, shifts gears, and puts the vehicle into park. Brandon panics and flees, but doesn't get very far. He is cornered by a bunch of people who witness the whole thing go down. Dang, lots of people acting swiftly and helping each other out. That's what you like to see. Brandon really has some bad luck, doesn't he? These people kept him there until officers arrived on the scene and he was busted. Brandon pled guilty to both incidents. That was theft of a motor vehicle and dangerous driving for the St. Catharines affair and robbery for the Niagara Falls uh, robbery. Judge Harvey Brownstone spoke highly of the employees who called police during the robbery and of customer service staff in general. Quote, People who work in convenience stores and fast food outlets are very vulnerable. Oftentimes, drug dealers and other dangerous people can cause trouble for them. The employees deserve credit for thinking so clearly under terrible pressure. End quote. I couldn't agree more. And of course, the other good Samaritans in the attempted carjacking did a great job as well. Love to see it. In June of 2020, Brandon Boyle was sentenced to 90 days in jail for both incidents. Which isn't really that much time, but he did already spend 212 days in jail while waiting to be sentenced. So that's actually almost a year. And he was also given three years probation. Tim Hortons has had a few slogans since they opened their first store back in 1964. It used to be, your friend along the way. Kind of lame. It changed to Tim Hortons, always fresh. Then, always fresh, always Tim Hortons. Now it's, you've always got time for Tim Hortons. It's been like that for a while, but after listening to today's stories, maybe they should change it again. To, you've always got crime for Tim Hortons. (laughs) Am I right? we are back. That's a wrap on episode number 100, Double Double Trouble. 
There are so many more of these crimes that I missed. Maybe I'll do an annual episode devoted to Tim's. Could do it with Walmart, McDonald's. There's a lot of busy businesses out there that just seem to attract the weirdos. Now, there won't be a listener confession this week. Instead, as I explained earlier, I have Jordan and handsome Aaron Airport coming up, and they will explain their thoughts on Tim Hortons. Brief disclaimer here. In this clip, Jordan says I asked for them to explain why Timmy's is so awful. I never said that. In fact, I have my message I sent him right here. And let's see. I asked for them to go on a rant about Tim Hortons. And I said, don't be afraid to be negative. In fact, I encourage it. Okay, glad I cleared that up. Damn, I guess maybe I led them in that direction. Anyway, enjoy. Uh, I told you I have a friend, Leroy Luna. I don't think you've ever met him before. He hosts a podcast called Excuse Me, That's Illegal. And the whole podcast is this idea of uh, covering like small, low profile crimes and giving them the same attention that like a murder or a missing persons case would get. He will cover like shoplifting and petty, Mm. petty crime. That's Uh, a great idea. He told me he's doing an episode that's all about Tim Hortons and he's a big fan and listener of this show. Uh, he, He wanted to include a short clip on his episode of us explaining why Tim Hortons is so awful. Um, I thought a good way to do it would let's together, let's just pick three reasons or three things about Tim Hortons that really upset us and grind our gears. I'll go Mm -hmm. first. My number one reason why Tim Hortons should be abolished and banned from Canada. I've said this a thousand times. My problem is that they find every way possible to kind of wrap Canadian culture around themselves and be like, I am one of you. I am Canadian. Shop with me because you're Canadian and I'm Canadian. This is the Canadian coffee. We're the Canadian donuts. You know, this whole idea of like this Mm -hmm. faux, um, just cultural celebration, all to get like $3 out of everybody's pockets. That's my biggest beef with them. Yeah, my my biggest beef, uh, to add a second one to the list, is it's the coffee the coffee is terrible and the way that it has programmed the minds of Can- of a lot of canadians not all canadians but uh it has brainwashed the general public into thinking that this coffee is great that's the best coffee in canada best coffee in the world all of these all of this stuff but it's, it's terrible coffee it's just mm. terrible it's, it's just br- They've brainwashed people into Mm. thinking that they like it. But I think once people try McDonald's coffee or Robin's Donuts coffee, they realize like, oh, crap, like Tim Horton sucks. And, you know, and when you say their coffee sucks, I hope you're also including the cups because the cups are are the worst. The cups leak. They leak. They're unattractive. Mm -hmm. They're cheap. They're all over the place. You walk. You can't walk down the streets of a Canadian city without seeing crushed Tim Horton's packaging. Yeah, in the grass. Mm-hmm. And they've they've been they've been relying on the goodwill that the company used to have, you know, in the seventies, eighties, uh, into the nineties. I'd say around the late nineties is when things started to really unravel with them. If I were to kind of guess at a time mm-hmm. when it started to crumble, but you know, the company used to have a good product. They used to make things fresh in there. You know, the, the food was decent. The coffee was good. And it was a good place to hang out. Mm-hmm. But now it's just get in, 
grab your terrible coffee and your bizarre products that we're trying out for the week and then get out. Yeah, that would have been kind of my third uh, complaint and problem with them is, is simply the downfall of Tim Hortons. All of like what it's trying to tell Canadians is we're a Canadian company who's selling the best fresh food and the coffee you love and that your neighbors love and the hockey team in your town loves. That may have been true in the 70s and 80s and early 90s. It's not true anymore. It's they used to have a bakery where they would bake their donuts in each restaurant and you would actually be buying a fresh donut. Now they're all made somewhere and like chilled and trucked yeah, across the country and, yeah. or, you know, whatever. But they're they're just playing on the the memory and the goodwill that the brand of Tim Hortons has across Canada. Yeah. And it's just a matter of people like stepping like getting a slap across the face and like finding their way out of the cult of tim hortons i yeah. think uh, i hope a time comes where my children can sit in a coffee shop of uh sit in a better shop than what uh, many canadians are blindly sitting in across the country right now absolutely i look forward to a day when i could turn a corner and not see a tim hortons mm -hmm. We were, we're doing a good job, I think, taking it out, though. And for anyone who listens to the Keep Canada mm -hmm. Weird series, we'll have heard listeners across the world who are taking part in the revolution against Tim Hortons. And I think it's only a matter of time before the plague is gone. Yeah. Join us. Together we are stronger. And we will bring down the giant. Those guys are so dramatic. I love it. And Jordan makes me laugh because he talks so much smack about Tim Hortons, yet he still goes there almost daily. And I think a lot of Canadians are like that. It's just there. It's so convenient, and the quality has slowly declined over the years. But Canadians are loyal, and like they said, we've probably been brainwashed through all the marketing and whatnot. The Nighttime Podcast is fantastic. I encourage you to check that show out if you haven't already. Also, Dark Topic and The Minds of Madness, all great shows, hosted by great dudes. And I couldn't think of better people to help me celebrate this the 100th episode of the show. Love you guys. And I love you, the listeners, for sticking it out with me on this journey. Big things ahead in the future. I've only just begun to scratch the surface of my potential. So thank you for all the support. Here's to 100, no, 1,000 more. Okay, that's all I got for you for now. But you know the drill. Come meet me back here in 10 days, and I'll happily serve you up another hearty helping of softcore scumbaggery. Peace. mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.